0: They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions.
1: And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. Are you not hot? Turn on your mic, Ace. There you go. You turn it on. <laughs> I'm Angel, everybody. My brother tried to shut me out once again like he did when we were being born, but... Six minutes later, Sopas Twins Br- brought down by the man once again. Mm-hmm. Welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, live from Theo Luis's garage. We are excited, ecstatic. We are erect that you are listening. We are live to the world here on www.twintalkcast.com. But you can also subscribe to us on this website and listen to our podcast next day here. At www.twintalkcast.com, and where else, Jose? Well, on iTunes, search Twin Talk with Jose and Angel because we're iTunes. You could check us out and subscribe on iTunes because, or like we say it in the in, in the hood, to subscribe, eh? <laughs> Not subscribe, but subscribe. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna have a fantastic show. But before we continue. Man, I just want to say what a great show we had last week. Last week was so awesome. From top to bottom, we, we had, had uh, Hip Hop School of Arts, uh, Julio Lil Cesar Rivas. He's a legendary breakdance-er and founder of the Hip Hop school of, school of Arts. And also Dr. Cosmo, who's a legendary pop-er, I think. Pop-locker. And one of, the, uh, one of the teachers from that school there. So if you weren't here listening, you missed it, eh? It was pretty feedback. It was a great show. We had callers from uh, other parts of the world. And, of course, we had some awesome, awesome uh, but you can, events. But you can go to our Facebook and take a look at the pictures there from that show. On every show, just friend us at Twin Talk Show Facebook and Twin Talk Show Twitter. Uh, Twitter. 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 Twi- Twitter. Twitter. Eso. Anyways, this week's show is going to be fantastic. We have a full show. Our you know our guests today are a, a, a bunch of guys are really fantastic guys with a great cause. But you know what? What is a show out of a garage if you don't have a bunch of skaters hanging around? Yes, we have uh, the cool kids from the Skate Connection. The Skate Connection is uh, it's a movement. A, m- a movement. It's a movement. It's, it's a, an organization. It's an organization it's that that uh, uh, stands for equality, equality, equality through skating. They're pretty cool. I mean. Uh, we'll ask them all about it when they come uh when they come on our show. Oh, okay. So I mean they're here but we shut off their mics because cuz we're the boss. Yeah, and you know what? Uh another thing is that uh we're going to have a full show. We have um uh uh, uh Jeffrion who's going to be che- uh checking in again with the latest on the um uh Michael Jackson Conrad Murray trial. Also, we have um uh Angel's got a, a special guest on We the have uh, Talia Kazakos. She's going to be talking to us with regards to World Food Day and the Millions Against Monsanto movement. And she's going to let us know what what are GMOs. GMOs, it's, uh, is it a sexually transmitted disease? <laughs> is it STD? It's something that uh, everybody should know, and she's going to let us know. She's going to call in and uh, just uh, listen to the show later on. And you know what? Also, because there's some crazy things going on, uh, an attempted assassination terrorist plot linked to the Iran government of course we call upon our expert on Iran and Middle East affairs Lisa Deftari from lisadeftari.com. Uh, you can check her out on 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 all the cable networks and on the radio she's going to be with us later to kind of like let us know what the heck's going on are we going ha- to be having to head to our bomb shelters uh and uh, are we going to be talking about Michael Jackson and uh the monkey bubbles monkey bubbles or bubbles the the bubbles, monkey bubbles the, <laughs> bubbles the monkey because i've never seen bubbles or monkey bubbles <laughs> <laughs> that sounds kind of gross something like something you do in the in the bathtub yeah and and also today doing our current events <laughs> our current events is going to be uh jackie casas jackie you're in the house
2: i'm in the house bitches
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ciao.
3: Yeah.
1: oh my gosh <laughs> anyway i i can see uh, uh that a lot of people are already chiming in and checking in thanks a lot um and so, listen, folks, tune in. And while you're tuning in, please, why won't you just call someone right now? Call your friends and tell them to log on to TwinTalkCast.com because you've got a couple of friends that are on the air. And if they log on and say hello to us, we're going to say hello to them as well. You know? So what do you think of that, Ace? I think it's pretty cool and uh, 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 that we all stay in touch via the Internet or whatever way we can be in touch. Uh it 's nice <laughs> my brother 's saying, Roll it, roll it, roll it, anyhow, um, uh, friend us on facebook if you 're listening for the first time, friend us on Facebook that way you know what we got going on in the Twin pyre and uh, uh, all the cool shows that we have also if it 's the first time listening, you can go to our previous podcast at www com and check out all our cool shows we got great rockers celebrities uh, uh, um, Joe Sexy Crazy people, sexy people And everybody that Even comes gay to Dio Lisa's Garage Could you believe that? <laughs> Dio Lisa's Garage is rocking Nothing yeah. against gay people I mean happy people, Jeez. And, and we also have uh, rigged Dio Lisa's Garage with our own telephone line, so if you want to call in, call 626-275- Twin. 626-275-TWIN 626-275-TWIN you, you can call in anytime <laughs> during the show We'll take your calls, and right now we have, it's time for uh, uh, shout-outs brought to you by Express Cuts. The shout-outs with Angel brought to you by Express Cuts. Shout! I want to give a shout-out to uh, a few new listeners. Maria Godinez, Bambi Ross, and Audrey Amador. Thanks for listening. I know there's a whole bunch of new listeners here today, but that's your shout-outs. Uh, Adrienne uh, Benvenuto. Thanks for all the activity and saying hello to us on uh, on. On uh, Twin Talk Show, Facebook, and Helica del Rio, Kathy Armenta Uri- Urias, Oscar Takahashi, and check this out, bro! Lawrence Red Rocker, Charlie Rodriguez, what's up, Red? What's up, Red? Ooh, ooh. Uh, what's up, homies? Myra and Jimmy and little Sophia. Hi, uh, Gregory and Laura Sanchez. I love you guys. The Mosqueda Tribe, Say a Rudy Girl, Roxy, Roey Girl, and of course. Romeo, I love you guys. And uh, my girl, Lourdes, and my kids, Angel, Samantha, and Mario. Thanks for listening. And as you know, all the shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts. So everybody needs to get their hem- hair pimped. <laughs> so go to Express Cuts, three generations of uh, cosmetologists. Cosmetologists. Why do you say cosmo? Because it's a cosmic <laughs> experience. <laughs> no, Express Cuts cosmo. at 10 420 Laura Souza Road in the... City of El Monte, or you can call at 626 448 1931. Tell them that Angel sent you from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel and get a free hair dry and uh, shampoo with every purchase.
4: Shout!
1: I also want to say hello to Jessica Hart, who's listening to us right now. She's in the service, and she's Hi, baby. out there. Hey, Jessica, what's up? Up. She we says love hello. you, Pinchy. We love you. She's uh, proudly serving in the uh, uh, in the army for us all, so that we can broadcast live and have freedom to do so here in this wonderful country of the United States of America. Jessica, Thank you, baby, we love you. We miss you. Stay safe. I love you. Kiss to your afro. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> so that's your friend shout-outs from Express Cards. Spent. Why can't we be friends. Why can't be, we be friends. friends? Why can't we be friends? Did I tell you that this week is the karaoke edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel? (laughs) Please, I do not karaoke. The last last time I karaokeed, they shut it off on me. (laughs) I remember that. Okay, I remember my brother. Okay, here's the story. Angel, Angel. Dude, you're going to. Angel, here's the deal. Angel had this thing that he would always play like the most depressing songs (laughs) You've heard of Counting krills, right? Yeah. Great, al- great bands, great Shabay, albums, man. but a lot of their songs are very melancholy. And at the time, my brother was really into karaoke, so we would go like... I well, was not into karaoke. Okay, you weren't. It I, showed. Everyone else was. So. It, showed. it showed. It showed. Listen, <laughs> if, if we would go somewhere, if there was a bar just to go drinking or have dinner, and it turns out they had karaoke, my brother <laughs> would make his way over there, and we'd be like, oh, my God. Hey, dude, Mr. Jones is a, is a happy song, man. You know what, Mr. Jones? that's not the song you Me were singing, and Mr. Jones. You were singing "Round Here" or "Long <laughs> December." <laughs> anyway, he would get on, and I swear to you, one time we went to dinner. Uh, it was some—I think my parents' anniversary, and we, my siblings, no, our no. siblings. I don't know what it was, but we took. I our, hope mom and dad weren't there. We, yeah, we took mom and dad. <laughs> we went all the way down to to the Inland Empire in Los Angeles, uh, 90 miles east of Los Angeles, in the desert. Uh, and we went to dinner. We took my parents to a show and dinner. And then after we were walking around. It was around, a rock show we went to. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. And then I don't care what well, it was. Shit, well, the point, was. The point was is we went into this bar just to, like, have a drink or something. And it was karaoke night. Mm-hmm. And Angel got up there and started, like. And it, I jammed, no, um, no, No, here's the deal. My it brother, was Feedman. Did you going.
2: No, Chris Isaac?
1: No, but, no, but you he want was singing. to, baby? No. No. I love Chris Isaac. I will. <laughs> he was singing to himself. <laughs> Forget everyone. And he was going Isn't this, that what you do? Can I finish something? Let me finish. No, he didn't going, let me finish on stage. He was going through a, <laughs> a period of his life and, and he sang and he just got he literally got kicked off the stage. Not by us. We had to walk out. We were so embarrassed. He, he literally got knocked off stage <laughs> by the people that were there. You know what? If they're haters, if I would remember what place it was right now, I would drop their name right now just to <laughs> tell everybody, don't go there. Uh, anyway, so
2: I wish I could have been there to see that. Anyway, so
1: now it's time for um, the current events with Jackie Casas. Hey, Jackie, how you been? Good. How are you guys doing? Hi. Fantastic. Hello. Fantastic. Hey, Jose, while you're there, why don't you grab those cups, man? I'm thirsty. Okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. Can you, Jackie, how you been doing? Good. How was your week?
2: Good. It's, it's been good. You know, it's funny that you're talking about karaoke because I've only been karaoke once in my life, and I had no idea what song to do. So I picked um, Living La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin.
1: Really? <laughs>
2: <It's> for <laughs> okay. some reason, it's like the only song I could think uh, of that I actually kind of knew,
1: <laughs> which is weird. Well, I'll tell you, I bet you the Vida Loca dance looked better on you than it does on the him. The point <laughs> about karaoke <laughs> is you don't have to know the song. I they know, They give you the lyrics on be a video like screen.
2: I know, but I'm kind of blind, and I don't want to squint at the television that was kind of far away. You're blind? I'm blind, uh-huh. So I wanted something that I could kind of know if I didn't. get Tell to me about see your words. blindness. It's pretty bad, dude. It's really? Sad. Do you
1: have you ever worn glasses or what?
2: I wear glasses. That's the sad part. I wear glasses and I wear contacts, and I still can't you look, see very oh, well. Oh, I've
1: seen you in your glasses. You look cute.
2: Yes, I. Um, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just tell everybody I am not held responsible for breaking anything. <laughs> um, losing anything if i am not wearing my glasses or wearing my glasses i have run into walls i have fallen i have gotten pretty injured because i cannot see anything well,
1: i'm glad you're not driving now i know driving tick twin talk around
2: i know i i am how many
1: fingers i got
2: That's not fair. You're switching between three and (laughs) four. (laughs) It's pretty bad. You've got eight fingers and and two thumbs. Exactly. Okay, so let's get to current events. (laughs) We're running behind already. So we're starting with, uh, of course, a top story of what every news media outlet is talking about around the world. We're going to talk about Conrad Murray uh, trial, Michael Jackson trial. Uh, So we're into the third week of the trial, and we are still hearing compelling testimonies from witnesses, um, th- we've had so many different people. We've had EMTs. We've, had last week we had, uh, <laughs> what seemed like the audition of, uh, of an actress, which was one of, uh, Conrad Murray's girlfriends.
1: One of his many girlfriends. One
2: of his many girlfriends slash baby mamas.
1: Yes. Hey, did, did the Illuminati take the witness stand yet?
2: No. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet? So, uh, w- today we saw some interesting things. We actually saw an autopsy photo of the singer, and it was kind of, um... Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. So let's
1: an autopsy of Michael Jackson. Autopsy photo. Well, let's talk to Brendan Jeffrey who's on our uh, who's on our line. He's going to be he's our guy, right, uh, Jackie? He's the guy who's going to bring us. He's going
2: to fill us in on all the details.
1: So, anyways, let's see. Let's hear a little Michael Jackson before we do. Hey, Brendan, are you on the line? This is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Hey, fantastic. Thanks so much for joining us. We're playing a little Michael Jackson in the background to get us all in the mood. Run, okay. Anyway, Jackie Casas was throwing uh, uh, tossing to you saying that uh, they were actually showing the the autopsy photo of Michael Jackson in the courtroom. Tell us about that.
5: That's correct. Today, uh, the the jury, everyone that was in the courtroom, uh, saw a picture of Jackson's dead body uh, basically um, laying on a table, you know, the picture that was taken after his death in the coroner's office. Uh, The picture, very graphic, but what I find interesting is the fact that they're airing it on the news and that it's, it's public now. I mean, it's on the Internet. Um, but there it is a lifeless Michael Jackson laying there on the a bed um today i can tell you uh we learned a lot today the fre- forensic examiner who performed that autopsy on MJ uh announced to the court today there was no evidence that Michael himself uh gave himself the propo- propofol so I mean, this defense team it's just all everything lately just seems to kind of come back and bite them in the butt. If you know what I'm saying, um, uh-huh. they're just—they're not winning with this. Uh-huh.
1: So it sounds like they're just going to have to beat it.
5: <laughs> hey. They are. They're going to have to figure something out if they want to win this. Uh, what is interesting, like I said, is um, Dr. Rogers, who was one of the ER doctors. He testified today that it was likely that Murray again, incorrectly estimated how much of that uh, anesthetic was given to Jackson. It's just all interesting, you know, What the, the story that the defense has. You know, they say that, um, um, that you know, he, Jackson kept requesting that the doctor, Dr. Murray, give him what Jackson kept referring to, the propofol, was milk. He said, you know, give me more of my milk. I need more of my milk. And the reason... <laughs> Um, Murray claims Jackson was saying this was because he um, was having trouble sleeping, you know, leading up to his This Is It tour. And he basically said, if I don't get to sleep tonight, which is the night, the last night that Jackson was alive, if I don't get to sleep tonight, I'm going to have to postpone my rehearsal, which means the whole tour, international tour, is going to have to be postponed because I'm, I'm running on lack of sleep. So all of this kind of... You know, it's just a whole twisted story, and to be honest, it's hard to follow. I don't know how how much you guys have been following it, but there's so much coming out of it. Well, from Brendan, both sides Brendan, that...
1: that's why you're here. You're supposed to help us out. My brother has a question for you. <laughs> hey, Brendan, this is Angel. Hey, brother. Go ahead. So, so has the Illuminati taken the witness down yet? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the Illuminati. Okay, but oh, man. <laughs> You know what, Brendan, uh, and what uh, we need to go now, but uh, what's the last thing? What's going on next?
5: Um, you know what, it's interesting. As much as I'm following it, I couldn't tell you who is taking the stand next. Um, in all reports that I have watched and read today, I they haven't really announced who's taking the stand. I mean, at this point, I mean, I think we've pretty much heard from everyone. We've heard from the doctor, you know, last week we heard from the girlfriends. That was obviously a very juicy, juicy week, juicy side to the story. <laughs> um, but this week, Milk. again, it was um, a, par- a few more paramedics, um, I'm told, later this week, though. Definitely a few more paramedics. And I think that they, from what I understand, they want to talk to the U- UCLA medical doctor, again, that um, was there when Jackson was wheeled in off the ambulance. So I think they're kind of revisiting some of the people that were in court last week, Um to kind of try and see if they can get more information out of them. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, if this actually lasts five to six weeks, or if it drives on longer than that. Well,
1: tell you what, Brendan, stay on it for us. We appreciate your being with us. Uh, we'll check in with you again. And uh, it, hey, stay cool. Stay cool, man. Oh, wait. wait. All right, sounds good. Guys. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Take
5: care. Bye.
1: So that's what's going on with the Michael Jackson trial lately. You know what? A little combobulated recently. Milk. They call it milk of mag- milk of amnesia. Milk, the propofol. You know. So how could they tell that that he didn't do it himself? Is it something that's injected? Yeah, they injected. But the, the thing is, But he, can't he, you inject yourself? Yeah, but he'd have to pick up the syringe and the vial, and there were no fingerprints. The only fingerprints uh, available were uh, Doctor Conrad Murray's. Um. But it's ridiculous. He can't do it. He'd be, he'd hit the floor before he was able to take the syringe out of his vein because it. It's how do you know clear. that? Because I did a story with uh, with a doctor who is an expert on that. And he said the way it works is that you'll be injecting yourself, and within ten seconds, minimum, maximum, uh, you're out. So you're injecting yourself as you go. I mean, you knock out as you're injecting. Yeah, yourself. you would be if you're doing. I mean, it on if yourself. you're injecting yourself. Yeah. You know, looks like we have a call coming in. Let's see. This is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Who are we speaking with? Hey, Jose, is your Prima? Prima, Prima from where? Which one? <laughs> Who's this? I have a from bunch Utah. of. Pr- What's that?
6: From
1: Utah. Hey, you, turn down your radio real quick so we don't have an echo. There you go. Anyway, um, you know what? That's code word. Okay. Thank you for using that word. When a girl calls, they want to say they're my prima. <laughs> How you doing? What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? It's, it's Jenny. Hi, Jenny. I just want people to know your name. So, what do you go? What's going yeah, on? Do you have Jenny an
7: opinion?
1: Do you have an opinion on what's going on? What's your call? What's what's going on?
7: Oh, no, I just went to the doctor yesterday and found out that I have to have a root canal done
6: next Wednesday,
1: so. Hey, you know what? <laughs> that's getting down to the root of the problem, sweetheart. <laughs> that's true. And,
4: and poor Sylvia, she's, she's working without me, so, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, that's other Prima. Do you guys work together? Is that Yeah, what you, you your guys, other
4: Prima's missing your, this Prima.
1: Do you guys work at the same place? I
4: do. Yeah? Yep,
1: we do. So how many other listeners yep, we do, do how many other listeners do we have there? Are you telling your whole workforce to listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel every Tuesday? Yes, I am. Right on. That's the way you do it. That's part of the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jenny, we got to move on. We have a busy show. Thanks so much for calling in <laughs> today. All right. You're welcome. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. See, we got people all over. We got primas, as they call them. Uh, that's code word for... Uh, yeah. Okay. empire. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jackie, what's going on with current events, my dear?
2: Okay, so we'll move on to our next story. So, the first two weeks of the NBA season has been canceled, guys.
1: Uh, yeah. NBA? No it's, NBA?
2: Yeah, for the first two weeks, uh, for right now. You know
1: what I got to say about that is that I love baseball, and I'm cool with sports, but I hate the fact that... That baseball is barely getting into its playoff season, and then football starts, and then basketball starts. Come on! So are
2: you saying that it steals baseball's? Uh, no, it's just not. Parade? It's no.
1: I'm just saying it's kind of disrespectful. Baseball doesn't start during the playoffs of NBA and NFL. Super Bowl, it doesn't. Well, I mean, be a little respectful counts. to the American sport, That's the just best just sport counts. in America. But football baseball. and <laughs> but
2: football and basketball overlap too.
1: Just go skating. Ask the guys <laughs> from Skate Connection; they always got something to do. It Doesn't matter, shit. So the cancellation <laughs> get baseballni, <any> basketball, any <laughs> get nada, shit. <laughs> Screw it, go outdoors.
2: Uh, the cancellation came on after owners and players were unable to reach a new labor deal. And both sides have been meeting for they met for hours these last few days and ended up on a lockout. So ultimately, you know, aside from not having any games, it has such a huge economic impact across the country because there's arenas, there's 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 employees that yeah, work at the arena See users, it's Obama's fault. I ushers, told you <laughs> you know, missing out on. But what is it that money.
1: what is it that they want? I mean, they well, don't
2: agree on money. Here's what
1: I got to say about that: they make so much money, and I right. say that about baseball or anybody. They are so they make so much money,
2: right? And on like endorsement <laughs> endorsements, deals, yeah, products that they they sell in crap. I think it's yeah. kind of ridiculous that they can't get their Hip shit hop- together and and just figure it out.
1: Yeah, you all you got to do is be a, 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 a African American. Basketball, any NBA player, and you got a record deal with a hip hop company. Okay, that's all I got to say. And no, nah, man, they're complaining. I think that we give too much emphasis to sports uh, in, in in nowadays, and and you know, in historically, uh, that has happens, that has happened to uh, civilizations before their demise. What? So, so what? Did soccer, 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 brought down the Mayan civilization. Uh, if it yeah. was, if it wasn't for track, if it wasn't for long distance running, the Egyptian Empire. Would you know still what exist. it did? You know what it was. <laughs> Since you brought it up, you know what? It, indeed, uh, that was part of the whole thing. One of those. One of them was the, the deforestation of their surrounding area. They didn't have the trucks and the rigs to drive them around, so they could only go so far. Okay, before. this is what I gotta say. To the uh, the union, the NBA union. Hey guys. Our civilization is gonna de- it's gonna be the demise of our civilization if you don't get your shit together, right? According to Angel. All right, go on to the next thing. <laughs> so I don't care about NBA. To be honest with you, don't well, care. I kind like of like it. Bunch of thugs. I
2: mean, a lot of people. What? Shut up. Bunch of Bunch thugs. Bunch of thugs. Yes. What What about the Oakland Raider hoods?
1: Hold on a second. Did you just tell me to shut up on the yeah. air? <laughs> Hey, don't be, – be careful there on the Oakland Raiders. They just lost that guy that, that used to own him. Al Davis. Well, the, the, oh, yeah. Al Davis. Here's what. Here's the deal. I, I don't like football either.
2: <laughs> okay, fine.
1: Base, it's all about baseball. Dodge, the great Dodgers, American –
2: Dodgers got some hood people too. I and say, we got to say, i of them. to a game. we well. we
1: got rid of uh, Manny Ramirez, and uh, what's the other guy's name? We threw a bottle at people. They didn't get he rid of it. Fa- they should have got rid of the fan, that, uh, the fan that beat up that guy. That's they well, supposedly to they got a hold of him. They do. Uh, move on. We're moving okay, running.
2: Anywho, so um, <laughs> NBA season is scheduled, originally scheduled to open November 1st, but now not going to happen. So sorry, Laker fans and any other basketball fans. Okay, this funny. story is kind of funny. So a spectator at the Fry's uh, Golf Open chucked a hot dog at Tiger Woods this past Sunday. He yelled some words and threw the dog, but um, he missed by a couple of feet. Uh, and uh, then he he was threw a hot dog at who? He threw a hot dog at Tiger Woods. I heard about <laughs> that.
1: I heard about that.
2: They didn't. I, they, they didn't. Uh, why? Actually, well, he. Well, why? Because he's a Tiger Woods
1: Yeah, fan. I do want to know because I heard that happen. I heard that happen. Did, was there a reason? Did they come up with a reason? Well, he
2: just said some words, <laughs> threw it at him, missed. And then he laid down on the floor, basically ready to get arrested, which he was. He was charged for uh, miss, uh, disturbing the peace.
1: Well, at least it didn't happen. What happened to Monica Seles, this guy watching tennis? He, He's he all, hey, stood tigre, up. maderas. I can never finish a sentence. Toma. I can never <laughs> finish. Let me finish a sentence, and you can chime in with your. What do you mean? You're always talking. I could chime in any time, shit. I'm trying to say a sentence. Go here. ahead. Go ahead. He just stole it. Doma Tiger. <laughs> at least, whatever. Move on. I
2: say good. <laughs> yeah. I say I wish he why? wouldn't have missed, because Tiger Woods is a little prick, <laughs> and you know what? He deserves more than a hop tack thrown at his face. Okay, it Jackie. Should be shoved somewhere. Uh,
1: Jackie, can I say something? Because he was messing. He was messing around, right? He's a whore. That's <laughs>
2: why. He's a whore, and he deserves some.
1: We should put that on. I'm a hoe. You <laughs> know I'm a hoe. <laughs> I rock three freaks after every show. I'm a hoe. You know, anyway, here's but
2: Tiger Woods seemed to be completely What's up, Red Rocker? Un- unscathed by it. He was just so chill. He was like, oh, uh, he didn't even realize. He was like, oh, I heard some words. And the guy and probably,
1: the guy, I'll tell you, that, I don't know, but I'm, I'm guessing that the guy who threw this is probably getting really busted right now. It's not just like a ticket or anything, but because it's Tiger Woods. Well, no, and, and, and they do and that. In golf, that's a huge Uh, Improper etiquette in golf—you gotta be really quiet. Oh
2: yeah, you can't do crap.
1: Well, see, here's the deal. I I know I've worked. I don't know what's the deal. I know me too. I don't. I love going to golf courses, but the game—I don't get it. I don't think it's a sport when you have to hold people back with a little felt. (laughs) I mean, you gotta hold people back with barricades and fences, not with little little felt that people just stand there and say, "Shh." And And, they they have that quiet. And hot dog buns. (laughs) Everybody, take a hot dog bun when you go see Tiger Woods. They no (laughs) at the golf courses. They call them Franks. Oh, frankfurters. Excuse me. All right, let's go on. Okay. Move on.
2: (laughs) So this one, okay, so I I need to ask you guys, maybe because I'm a girl, I don't see it the same way, but maybe you guys can give me a better perspective. So Esquire Magazine named Rihanna the sexiest woman alive. Um, Who's
1: Rihanna the singer?
2: Rihanna the singer. I don't agree. Esquire Magazine? I think she's pretty, and I think she's got a great talent, but I see her... Half naked, more than half of the time, yeah. or beyond more than half naked. Okay, her acquired. cover, her cover on the magazine was just her basically naked with a couple of tastefully placed leaves. Now, I don't think that's sexy. It depends on whose taste. You're I'll
1: tell you about. who the sexiest woman alive is. Lulu, hi baby. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who's a close second? Who? That chick from uh, my cousin Vinny. Shout. Oh, uh, Mir- Mira Sorvino. No, not Mira Sorvino. Uh, Marissa Tomei. Oh, Marissa Tomei. Come oh, in. yeah. Skate Connection? Okay.
8: They don't know. They're too young. Uh, here's the deal. <laughs> I'm going to what ja- Vinny. I, I re- I'm gonna respond to what you My cousin
1: <laughs> Vinny. I'm going to respond to what you said. I'm
2: not saying that she's ugly. I'm not saying that she's ugly. She's But let me respond really to you. Let, okay, re- let me tell respond me, to you.
1: Tell me. I agree. I oh. don't think she's the sexiest woman alive. Oh. Um I'm sorry, Rihanna, not to diss you, but... But I, I really see. Whenever I see her, it's all about makeup and dress. She's not that sexy. And hair, yeah, so much hair. Y- you know, who's, I think is very, very sexy. I oh. think who um, who looks like to the girl next door, beautiful, doesn't need any makeup. Huh. Um, uh, no, um, I forgot her name. What's up? Gabe the girl like from Country Strong and her, uh, Shallow Hal and
3: Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth
1: Paltrow, really beautiful, natural beauty.
3: My God, yes.
1: I've seen her in I person. You're just saying that because she's I've a white girl. I've seen her in person, and she, she indeed has that kind of glow <laughs> even I think in person. She's why do my Latina beauty, sisters always diss see, the white girl? I let see. me ask you that. Change the subject. Why do my Latina sisters... You set that up, let me. Angel, Jose, why do my Latina... S- see, I even got mixed up with you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> why no. do my Latina sisters always... I mean, nine times out of ten, whenever I compliment the, uh, the American, the white girls, that my Latina sisters or cousins or whoever you are, like sisters... Metaphorically speaking, diss the white girl. Why?
2: Okay, I am not dissing the white girl. I think someone who is sexy has personality. Gwyneth Paltrow looks, looks as exciting as a white wall. Like that's why. Is, that's what I hear exciting. about Latina. Hey, hey, hold on, Charlie.
1: Charlie. Julianne. The Latina. Huff. The Latina's gonna diss any chica, man. Okay, no, let <laughs> Okay, like
2: Julianne Huck. That's Julianne what they Huff. do. They hold
1: their ground. Eh? Julianne
2: Huff is a white girl. Looks like totally next girl door type of look. I think she's beautiful and she's got personality. She's friendly. H- she's got a smile. Julianne Huff, I think she's hot.
1: You know what I've noticed? The uh, the Latinas, what? Latinas sisters, what? always bring up somebody who does not have blonde hair and blue eyes as pretty as a white girl. The she white girls that are blonde. Eyes. Look, Julianne Huff doesn't.
2: Julianne Huff blonde hair.
1: Oh, then I'm thinking of the wrong girl. Ryan C. Okay.
2: Chris's girlfriend.
1: Wait I She thought just came
2: out and th- hey, hey.
1: Hey. hey! So she's no. blonde hair. Uh uh what's that girl? Um Scarlett Johansson? No, she's hot. She's topless. She's, <laughs> she's hot. She she's, she's hot. not only blonde hair, but she went topless. I yeah. know, I saw that. Yeah.
2: So no. I was just kind of disappointed in their selection. <laughs> I don't really think she's sexy. I mean, she's been very provocative these last few years. And particularly you know what? after her whole Chris Brown oh, ordeal, they're all
1: the thing. You know what? And I don't think I mean she's got some catchy riffs, but she's not that talented. I'm sorry guys. You know, I, I think Harley Anika's very talented. I don't know what the hell's going on with that. Harley Annika, she's a uh, alternative hip hop uh, diva that's going to uh, provide us our musical break this afternoon or this evening so stay tuned for it's, hardy on it it's afternoon oh. it's afternoon somewhere in the <laughs> twiniverse <laughs> all right so let's go on to the next one
2: okay so i'm glad that i got some male perspective on it and i wasn't alone i agree with you, <laughs> 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 you. all right cool nothing right.
1: nothing wrong with my uh african-american uh sisters
2: no, no i just don't think she's that i right. just you let's know we need it anywho So last week, um, sadly, one of the greatest minds to exist in our modern world passed away. Steve Jobs, CEO and co-founder of Apple, passed away at the age of 56 years old. He died after battling um, cancer for several years. And um, his uh, death actually came a day after the revealing of the new iPhone 4S which is Apple's updated version of the iPhone 4, a lot of people were very, like, disappointed originally. Like, oh, the iPhone 4, we're waiting for iPhone 5, this is not what we're expecting. But now it's actually um, produced record sales for the company. It sold more, it sold over a million um, devices. Pre-sale. Yeah, pre-sale in 24 hours than their previous record, which was at 600,000.
1: You know what's funny? I, I, you wonder if that had something to do with the, with the passing of Steve Jobs because when it first came out, the critics panned it.
2: Oh yeah, they said it was terrible. Yeah. Panned this it? What does pan, "pan" mean?
1: "Pan" means that they didn't like it. They criticized it negatively. Okay. Yes. But, so uh, <laughs> they didn't diss it. Why don't you just say diss it? Because I speak English. <laughs> well, diss is English. Uh, it's a it's a street colloquialism that I re- choose you, not to use. Yeah, like but you don't hear it in Mexico or in Russia, right? Colloquialism. Also, if you hear diss in Mexico, it's English. No, you, they, you also see me, <laughs> you also hear in Mexico la Vica, la magazine. <laughs> yeah. So they don't even know Spanish in some parts of Mexico. <laughs> I'm not dissing my Mexican people. <laughs> So let me speak English, bro. <laughs> let me speak English, please. So let me continue the the fl- flying the flag of uh, uh, linguistic integrity in the United States because too many people do not speak the language correctly anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, since you put it that way, there's a few niñas that can argue that with me. Shit. Okay. Tell Lulu <laughs> that. So,
2: do you think Steve Jobs had something to do with the record sales, or, yeah, or do you? Think yeah, I
1: think it it's possible. But you know what, though? I mean, the way it goes is it's possible because. I mean, it's possible that we have lost the greatest mind mm-hmm. since you know, since the great inventors, you know, mm-hmm. since Newton and Jefferson, uh, was and it Edison, Edison and what have you. Uh, and when does when's the next person? Who's the next person? And and people are ca- jumping on that wa- wagon, saying, you know what, this is his last, you know, piece of legacy. That you now the rest we don't know if it's going to be a Steve Jobs yeah. or thing. So yeah, but you know what, uh, anything Apple nowadays, man. It's just I amazing.
2: Th- I think he. I think a lot of people realized uh, who Steve Jobs really was to us right. as as a, a part of, of the world after he passed away. He truly made such an impact as far as our communications, our technology. Right. IPhone, yeah, you could iPod. listen. To,
1: you could listen to Twin Talk on iTunes just because search for of, Twin Talk yeah, with because of Steve Angel. Jobs
2: because of his love of music. He came up with the iPod and then came iTunes because he liked music. And now we all get to listen to music and podcasts and everything else because of him. I, I <laughs> want
1: to go back a topic uh, when we were talking about the sexiest woman. You're totally enthusiastic about that. I'm going to go you back a topic. You your gadgets. I,
2: you know what? I'm so what? non-gadget-y. Uh, i am so non gadget Are you really? I'm so non gadgety <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> going back a topic because I like to involve our viewers, our viewers, our listeners. And uh, you know what? Since we have most of our listeners are female, say it, Angel. Ciao. Ciao. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Lour- <laughs> Lourdes saying... Charlize Theron, hot. Oh, yes. Uh, we have Dory saying Julianne Huff. Oh, my. Exactly. We have Linda saying Scarlett Johansson. Shoo. <laughs> she also says Natalie Portman. We Do we have a bunch of bisexual women going on hey, here? Dude. Uh, hey, dude. No, I but love we, that.
2: women women can recognize when another woman is beautiful. Men can't do that. Men can't nec- I recognize can. if a man <laughs> is, no, if a man is beautiful at, or handsome. I a look, man won't do that.
1: I get up, I look in the mirror, I go beautiful. Oh, okay. I meant <laughs> another I, man. Hey, I I said, said, uh, men are, men are ugly. Women are beautiful. You're made of that's sugar, spice and everything nice. And we're just you <laughs> know <laughs> bacon. This is this is, we, this is Jose from talk. Twin talk. Who are we talking to? You're talking to your
4: Jessica
1: Jessica, Jessica. hi, Jessica. How you doing, baby girl? (laughs) Jessica, where are you calling from? Where are you calling from? I'm
4: calling from Fort Campbell, Kentucky.
1: Fort Campbell, Kentucky, and you are stationed with Fort Campbell,
4: Kentucky.
1: (laughs) I mean, what? I don't know. What do they call it? (laughs) Your, your, your. What? uh, uh, What part of what's faction? Not faction. You're with the army. Yes, I'm in the army. Echo one
4: three two seven TAV.
1: All right, shout out to the Echo One Three Two Seven Tab. Hey, so what do you have to say about uh, the sexiest woman alive? Sexiest woman to me, I would
4: have to say, sexy and beautiful together. I would have to
1: say Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Now, now we're talking. That's okay, that's a good one.
4: That's a Through good the one. Top, from from the beginning, you know, she aged. She
1: she aged with beauty. What did I say? It? Yes, ageless beauty. Are you there? Did we lose yes, you?
4: No. no, no. She's old. She's old. She's getting older, but she's still beautiful. Let she's
1: me, hot. Jessica, let me ask you. What do you think Latina girls have a problem with when it comes to white girls?
2: They have no ass. And-
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what
1: is it? I'm not saying um, you do, but your observation of
4: have any problem i think it's just you you think they they have a problem with them because you
1: prefer white <laughs> there I mean, you go yeah
4: american women
1: <laughs> right on. Hate a problem. i'm just saying though. <laughs> right now baby okay we got to move on jessica thanks for calling in you want to give a quick right. shout out to somebody we'll let you give a shout out to somebody um i want
4: to give a shout out to my mother i miss
1: her so much a shout out my to mom. jessica's mom okay bye-bye jessica
4: Linda Hart. <laughs> bye-bye
1: okay, bye, guys bye so there you have it, Halle Berry. I agree. I All right, agree. next topic.
8: She's sexy. She monster, is sexy. Okay. monster, monster, topless. <laughs>
1: so yeah. we move on to the <laughs> next one. And <laughs> hey, whatever happened to Billy Bob?
2: He's um, I don't know. Okay, not, not on the surface of
1: disappeared Earth. into obscurity. Yeah. Linda yeah. chimed His in on Facebook just Linda got, uh, arrested. Too. Linda says on Facebook, Angel looks at Jose and says, "What a handsome dude." <laughs> Lulu says, Jose, you look at Angel and say, beautiful. Oh, my God. Let's move on. Next topic.
2: (laughs) Okay, guys. So we move on to the next story. So three uh, seniors were hospitalized after eating marijuana-laced brownies at a memorial service today. Okay, senior
1: senior citizens?
2: Senior citizens.
1: Senior citizens?
2: Were hospitalized after eating marijuana-laced brownies at a memorial service. I'll
1: tell you what it was. They ate too much munchies. It wasn't ate because too much of, of the munchies. Yeah. Cuz they don't do nothing to you, man.
2: Well, uh, one Okay, so it was two women and one male and the male, uh, so I should say, they didn't know that they were special brownies. The male ate 5 brownies. Uh, yeah, yeah, you get no sick. <laughs> yeah, you can get sick So they that. were hospitalized after feeling dizzy, nauseous and disoriented. They didn't know, they didn't go together, they went at separate times to okay. the hospital.
1: Okay. I'd get nauseous if I ate 5 brownies, dude.
2: So they, <laughs> some of the guests
1: you know, knew, some <laughs>
2: didn't. The actually, the daughter of the deceased man baked the brownies in honor of him because he ate them quite often. Um, uh-huh. He had cancer, and friends said that he ate them for medical reasons.
1: But but okay, did they do that intentionally and feed it to the people?
2: Uh, no, they just placed placed them out. I it, it is it's not confirmed whether they announced it to the whole. I guess a lot of his friends knew that he used medical marijuana for his cancer treatment. So these particular guests did not know. Uh, ingested quite a few uh, brownies and ended up getting hospitalized. I tell you what, um,
1: I I've <laughs> never, I've never <laughs> eaten uh, marijuana-laced brownies. Um, I vehemently am against any kind of drug, including marijuana. But when I was in high school,
8: <laughs> marijuana is not a drug; it's an herb. And when I was in high school, let me
1: tell some you, Let me tell you, the the, 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 the vijitos were not sick. <laughs> I did they not. Were, they were paranoid. You just
2: ingested. They just got
1: a little paranoid, you know. I was I was in the back of the art class, right? <laughs> they called their doctor before they <laughs> let it settle, you know.
2: Oh, you were in the back of class too? <laughs> okay. And the you ba- know that's where all the hoodlums hang out, I know. Jose, in back of class.
1: I was an artist and I said though the good artists <laughs> in the art class actually all sat in the back, but it just so happens that ninety five percent of them were stoners. I was the other five percent. <laughs> but he was a contactor. But but I was really good at rolling a joint. Oh, I was. Really? I didn't, I didn't, I swear to God, I didn't smoke weed. But so the guys, he says. I, they would sit around getting high painting and I'd be painting and Jose rolling another one. And I'd roll one and I'd lick it and roll it and give it to him. And one time it kind of all fell out. Oh. And I just grabbed a handful and put it in my mouth and chewed it. Thought it was no big deal. Holy shit. I walked from the back of the class to the front of the class to grab a paintbrush or something and it was contact. And you got mount, uh, cotton mouth? I got, <laughs> hi, dude. <laughs> That was awful, dude. Awful, dude. I don't get it, but it was stupid. It was really stupid. It real stupid. Anyway. Did
2: you just pick it up and eat it because you don't want to waste it? Or you just thought, like, oh, pick it Jose gets paranoid. It's no. like
1: he, drinks a, rule he drinks He drinks a little bit too much, and then he gets. You think he's bad on radio? No. <laughs> Give him <laughs> a couple of beers, man. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm a kickback drinker, dude. I'm it's not, a kickback drinker. I don't get you're paranoid. You're not even kicked back when you're kicked back. <laughs> People want to kick you back. Shit. That's real stupid. <laughs> Charlie, anyway, <laughs> all right, let's go on to the next one. They oh. just got paranoid. Okay, viejitos, you know, take it easy on the brownies. All right,
2: I know. poor, poor little viejitos. Yeah, let me have
1: a piece. <laughs> <laughs> let me rephrase. Let me reiterate. Save I am. Me some. <laughs> I, that was high school. I did not. So I just how. want
2: to mention: no charges were filed against this woman who baked them in honor of her father, but um, they have some pretty tripped out elderly kids. All <laughs>
1: right, I want to give a shout out to Zane. Samarinke, he's he's <laughs> shout, he's he's listen. I think he's in Southern California, but he used to be in, in well, he's in Mallow and in, in, in Miami, Miami. but he, he might be visiting now. So, what's up, Zane? Shao? What's up, Zane? All right, let's keep going.
2: Okay, so, uh, Governor Jerry Brown signed a bunch of laws into effect recently, and one of the new laws he signed allows uh, children 12 years or older to ask for medical care related to sexually transmitted diseases. without their their parents' permission.
1: That's real stupid.
2: Yeah, so this means that a girl in the sixth grade can ask for the HPV shot vaccine without even letting her parents know.
1: Okay, that's ridiculous. Can I just say something? I got to say something about that. Can I
2: just say why the governor signed this? He he can say
1: whatever the reason, it's ridiculous. He
2: signed it without commenting, but posting it on the list of actions to improve the health and well-being of Californians.
1: What does that have to do with anything? So they have to... Okay, here's the problem I have with this. Okay. Okay. On the same weekend, probably with the same pen, the governor also signed into effect a ban on teenagers. You're piggybacking on this. Let me finish this. (laughs) No, no, I'm not. He also placed a ban on teenagers to be able to get so that they cannot get a tan it is illegal for minors to get a tan in a tanning salon Mm -hmm. but it's legal for minors to go on their own without their parents permission to not only check uh, get treatments for stds but also to get treatment for abortions because that happened what two years ago remember that yeah so what kind of mixed messages are we giving our, our children you can't. Oh, it's so bad for you to go get a tan, but go ahead and screw around and get an abortion, which is a huge me- That is a big medical procedure to get an abortion. Okay, there's varying degrees of abortion, but no matter what it is, it's a medical procedure nonetheless. But uh. they ban they ban uh, minors from getting a tan, but they can go get a medical procedure. I can't even get my kids. Uh, my kid can't go get her ears pierced Why do without they do my that? permission. Why do but they think? can get an abortion without my permission ridiculous. I swear to God that pisses me off. I'm about to shoot someone and I don't even own a gun. Why do you think why do you think that that they would have, Governor Brown would pass such a a ridiculous bill? For the reason, he should not have been First of all, uh, elected governor. Okay, he's a, a he, he's a. Um, Were a
2: you a Meg Whitman supporter? Yes,
1: I was. And look at, I saw that twitch in your <laughs> eye, like that racist <laughs> white lady.
2: Oh, that white lady. Here's what I
1: got to say. You know, we shouldn't talk about it because she's already it's it's history. Yeah. But, well, but
2: obviously, it's caused a lot of ruckus amongst parent groups and religious groups. But the supporters of the bill say that it's just consistent with the current law that allows access to birth control without parental consent. My point, and, indeed. Um, but they don't expect for people. To just, I mean, kids. I should say, kids to run over to the nurse's office and say, "Hey, can I have you know, you know, my HPV shot?" I, shop, I blah, blah, blah. understand that. I understand. It's just to have that as a backup.
1: I understand that not because, because they're
2: afraid, it, but to, to to have some sort of safety for these kids one, which, who are being irresponsible one in the beginning.
1: Argument is that they will be uh, more likely to seek treatment than if they didn't have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand that. It's, but remember the. You know what it is. It's it's, re- it's it's population control, exactly. Mm. The uh uh the elite. No, that's conspiracy theory. I <laughs> the take elite, that back. No, Hold on. Taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Angel <laughs> brother. Hold on. Let me take that back They're because I just didn't realize that my brother's speaking. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> it's population control. The elite are are, are how, Why would they they the uh, children take uh uh these uh what is it called these vaccines? HPV. Uh, possible side effects on them. Um, one is, of course, uh, the money that, that these companies can make out of it. Okay, yeah, and the they, the drug companies have all the uh, politicians in their pocket, and uh, and and also the uh, the population control because it's it's you don't know what well these the vaccines do. Well, the law that they
2: signed in actually follows the Center of Disease Control recommendations, which they say nearly seventy percent of cervical cancers are linked to a strain of HPV that can be treated by these
8: vaccines. Yes,
1: but you know what? Isn't that uh, but it's not just about the HPV vaccine because, you know what, I mean, uh, you a, a parent can choose to take their child electively, even though they have not been, you know, sexually active yet, yeah. to say, you know what, be vaccinated against this. The problem I have with it is let's legalize, let's make it legal for children to go seek abortions and treatment for STDs without parental consent. Yet... You can't you know, it's okay, but you can't get a tan or pierce your ears with without parental consent. It is a dichotomy and it's an it <laughs> is a, a conflict. I without parental and what it consent. does <laughs> and what it's doing, it is taking control away from the parents. Okay? Parents need to raise the children. They need to have control of the children. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. the, the state cannot tell me what how to raise my child. Now my child could go without my permission to to move on. Shut up, Angel. <laughs> Angel just held up a sign saying it's a boring show. It's too can you damn guys serious? Can you guys chime in and let <laughs> us know on Facebook or on the phone at 626 twin Are we boring you right now? <laughs> All right, next one.
2: Okay. So another sign another sorry law that was signed in is A B one forty four, uh, which prohibits openly carrying handguns in public. This was supported by the State Assemblyman Anthony Portentino from Pasadena.
1: Pasadena. Per-
2: what?
1: What does that oh. mean <laughs> that you can't carry a gun? I'll tell you what it is. It tells you that. May I? May I, Jackie? Sure, go ahead. Okay, um, they've been trying to do this for the past couple of years <gasps> since oh, since Obama became president. Anyway, um, <laughs> o- Obama notoriously has been known to to uh, to want to try and control give a sh- guns. Give us the short version, really please. quick. In California, it has always been legal. It has been allowed for anybody to carry who's not a criminal to carry a gun. Openly, as long as that gun is not loaded, okay, <laughs> you can carry it on your holster as long as it's not loaded. What, what if the uh, the carrier of the gun is loaded? How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Um, but the point is, you can do that, okay. And now, um, I believe it's an infringement on the Second Amendment rule or our law, our Second Amendment period uh, that allows. Um, uh, people to have the right to bear arms because and i think it's particularly stupid that they passed this law in california because when was the last time you went to the dmv or the mcdonald's and saw somebody carrying a weapon when was the last time if it was a problem it's understood Mm -hmm. but it's not a problem
2: well, this guy's from Pasadena too. It's not like uh, But
1: you but you know what? Um You know you know what it I is? It's weird. just it's one of those steps that is not uh it, it's not limited to the current administration, whatever party you may call it. It is. It's an incremental step to world domination. Oh my god. <laughs> okay? No it, because It is. Because Listen, the Republican no, Party, is, the Republican Party is against banning anything when it comes me, to the to the second let amendment. Me they protect you, the second let me the Amendment. Let me tell you. It, uh, a, a drastic change cannot happen so fast it has to happen little by little that 's a very good And point. what happened and that, when when george bush uh and i 'm not talking to any particular president that's but it happened secret. during his administration okay, we had September eleven all of a sudden we have the Patriot act okay and before that i 'm sure there was other acts from other presidents don 't say i'm sure they're acting uh, you know it's just the fact is that the the uh through the political system all they do is Scare us. They scare us into letting them pass some kind of bu- bill or or something that uh, is going to take away our rights. And this is another one, another example of it. It doesn't matter if it, if uh, uh, Obama was president or John F. Kennedy. was It does president. matter. I'm sorry, brother. It, it's just a part of, of the agenda. Of, of course, that's going it on. matters because certain p- parties have different ideologies. Now, the ideology of the Republican Party is to protect Second Amendment rights. You know. So let's move on to the next thing. Do we have another topic?
2: Um, well, basically, I just wanted to say that this officially starts January first.
1: Well, you know what? the The National Rightsful Association has already said that they're going to, um, they're going to uh, fight this, and there's going to be lawsuits in order to fight it. So, um,
2: absolutely. All right. So we move on to our story. Um, an elaborate Iranian-backed plot to assassinate the Saudi ambassador uh, to the United States was disrupt- disrupted by FBI and DEA agents.
1: Right, and you know what? Uh, in order to give us the status on that, because that's a big deal, brother. Um, the fact that Iran, a known and open enemy, I didn't hear what happened. The, a known enemy. You're not. We're on a show. You're not listening. Not, not to everything, no. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have a brownie or something? No. <laughs> anyway, the fact that there has been such an intricate plot against um, diplomats on U.S. soil is uh, a very contentious thing, uh, especially when it comes to Iran, who is a known enemy of of the United States. So um, on the phone right now with us, we have from LisaDeftari.com, a multimedia journalist and uh, Middle East expert, particularly with Iran um, issues, is Lisa Deftari. Lisa, uh, can you hear us? Jose here from Twin Talk. Yes. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for uh, coming on Twin Talk once again. Uh, You know what? I knew that as soon as I heard what happened and I saw the press conference earlier today, I had, I had to call you. Thanks for doing this with us. What does this mean? I mean, is it a big deal or not?
6: Well it's definitely a big deal i mean any any attack um, uh, is it, is going to be seen as a big deal i mean there's obviously um you know the bright side of things is that it was foiled. but we have to consider the situation as though it wasn't foiled. We have to consider what would have happened if um you know investigators and intelligence uh, national intelligence wasn't able uh to foil this plot. Look, right. um, the Iranians wanted to make a point here. They could have followed this guy to, uh... you know, a discreet location somewhere in a third world country and taken him out that way. But they wanted to make a point. They wanted to do it on American soil. They wanted to pick up the Israeli embassy, and uh, they were they were going to be kind of happy if they got a few uh, dozen uh, American casualties in the mix too. So um, you know, this was obviously a, a premeditated thing. They weren't just after this one guy. Obviously, um... Saudi uh and iranian rivalry goes back more than three decades particularly in the arab spring in bahrain they were fighting a proxy war um i mean but that's really a side issue here the issue is that this is a complete game changer this could be seen as an act of war uh, and yeah, what the let, u.s would do let me huh?
1: let me ask that yeah let me go let me go into that because um uh, we don't have a lot of time unfortunately but but um what would be not let me let me rephrase that what do you think the United States should do that can fall within th- doing the right thing and not being enough?
6: Okay, so they, in, in the case of Iran, it's always been said that uh, no option is off the table. And that, that is more specifically talking uh, or addressing the military option um, uh, against Iran. Uh, you know, we've tried five rounds of sanctions, and we've tried you know try, uh, negotiating with them, but that hasn't, that hasn't worked. Um And you know a lot of people talk about sanctions and how they're not really working um but you know the military option is really not an option and um in the case of Iran, in my opinion, first of all, we 're so tied up everywhere else in the world I don't know how much we can devote right now. To Iran, but more importantly, um, you know who's going to be affected when you look at a military strike. Who's affected? It's the people of the country. In the case of Iran, we already know that the 70 million people of Iran are disenchanted with their government. They are a very natural ally that we haven't used, and um, you know this. You know the Iranian government could be waiting for a unilateral attack because it would only help them rally their constituents around them once again and say, look, the West is attacking us and you know, then we'll lose the 70 million that are against their, their government and um, we, won't, we won't be getting anywhere. Uh, it'll give the government more time to um, you know, further their nuclear agenda and to, again, spread the, uh, their terrorist agenda as well.
1: Real quick, real quick, and in a, in a uh, real quick answer if you can. I know it's difficult. If the U.S. was not tied up in other wars right now, would there be a military option? Would that be unquestionable?
6: Whether or not they—I mean, whether or not they would take the option—I don't know because I don't know who's really advising our uh, policymakers in D.C. But I mean, having studied the region, know you know, interviewing dozens of people every week or in influential um, you know places, and then have studied the, the region extensively, I think in the case of Iran, it would be a big mistake. I think we should use the people. We should. Try to have it be an internal thing where they can topple the government the way they did three decades ago, and um, pretty much keep our hands clean of um, innocent Iranian blood to the point that we can.
1: Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate your insight on this. That's Lisa Deftari. You can catch her on lisadeftari.com. dot com. Good night, Lisa. Thank you. Bye bye. Let me let me say, uh, uh, <clears throat> it kind of it it kind of unsettles me. Uh, And in my respects to to uh, what unsettles you the insight. But the the war is thrown around so easily in in our media uh, by politicians. It's always it's always seems to be an option. and And it unsettles me for it being part of even any kind of vocabulary that's being used here at the Alicia's Garage. I don't like it, unfortunately, brother. Because it it numbs us as a society, as if that is part of being uh, uh, civilized. You know, I hear what and you're saying. And if it is, if it is part of being civilized, then then maybe we should uh, look at a whole different paradigm that that doesn't include war as as an option. I hear what you're saying, brother. And no one wants war, dude. But you know what? We have people that are wanting to attack us, and you know, we have not been attacked by the Al- by Al Qaeda because. We have We have hurt them in in the Middle East, and we've also thwarted many uh attempts uh and conspiracies because of the intelligence so I just think that i don't i 'm not into war I'm not Nobody sure. should be in no war. i all I know is that i'm not really sure what uh, what is true and what is not you know because uh bottom line is uh the media can only show so much and we only see what what they let us see and uh so that doesn't matter uh, because it, it it matters not in the sense that in the sense that uh, uh you know i don't i don't i try not to base my my uh how would you call it my point of reference on that because I can't trust it, and there's only one thing, and there's one thing that I can't trust. It's something that's outside of that, which is, you know, Mother Earth and, and those kind of things. And my brothers and sisters, and the way that I relate to Mother Earth and my brothers and sisters is, is a direct, uh, uh, well, directly reflect. Last I heard, Mama's or, was name was Ophelia Hernandez. <laughs> anyway, we got to move on. We need to change our paradigm. Anyway, so, Jackie, is that our current events for the night?
2: That's our current events. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: current events. With Jackie Casas. Woo-hoo! So, you know what? Thanks so much, Jackie. We're always happy that you're here. You do such a fantastic job. Uh, we got to take a quick musical break. Talk about the musical break, brother. Yeah, today we uh-huh. have, uh, a, 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 it's a pleasure to have uh, alternative hip-hop young diva, and her name is Harley Annika. Come on.
9: Hi, how are y'all doing? What's
1: up? Uh, Harley Annika. Harley where did that come from? Tell us about Annika. Han- is that your what is it? Talk to us. Uh, that's my middle name.
9: Uh, my mom
8: got it from Pippi Longstockings, her next door neighbors.
1: Tommy it, and Annika. Interesting. Move the microphone a little bit closer to. Real quick, we're gonna we're gonna play your song because uh, we heard it recently. It's fantastic. Tell us about your style. What is your genre? What do you call it? What do you What are you trying to do with it?
9: Uh, I'd like to be put in the category of like uh rap or hip hop. Not too poppy or nothing uh-huh. like that. You know, I'd like to stay in that category.
1: Which, like, how old are you? I'm 19. 19-year-old 19 hip-hop, RB. And she's pretty dope. Yeah. She's got a cool style. She looks great and she sounds great. Now, do um, you... Tell us about the the song now. No, do you write your music? Do you write your raps?
9: Yeah, I write all my music.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Tell us about that. How do you, how's the process? What 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 motivates you? What inspires you?
9: Uh some stuff it just like comes out and I'm like it would be a waste not to write this down. And uh some stuff I have to like really try to dig in if I'm like trying to feel something uh
1: With my brother, a lot of the stuff that he says is a waste and I wish I, he didn't even <laughs> <have> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um
9: my cousin Mario provides me with like some dope beats and so does my brother, you know, those really inspire me just cuz it's them. It's my family, and I just like to get down on those most of all. I think the song you have tonight is Mario's beat. Actually, my cousin Mario. And I what's
1: guess. the name of that song?
9: A song's called Dusk.
1: Tell us about that song.
9: Uh, dusk is like my favorite time of day. It always gets me in a real good mood. I could be having a horrible day, and I feel the sun going down, and I'm like, you know, let it all go. Why hold on to things? It just gets me in a in a great place, and uh, that. That when I heard that instrumental that Mario made, that uh, it just put me in that mood. It just the song just came out.
1: Well, so let's hear the song. It's, this is called "Dusk" by Harley Annika, beats by Mario.
4: It's
10: about seven ten on a summer evening. Think they call it dusk. Mm-hmm. yeah that's what they call it and it's a must trust my favorite time of day sit back in the grass yeah that's where I lay cause you've got to be outside to enjoy it with the perfect girl or the perfect boy it's pretty sacred at least to me i look forward to this time of day it makes me feel kind of free it's a good feeling like chilling with the family or like the first time you ever rolled a bleed. or like the first time you ever finished your very own 40 ounce or like back in the day when you used to kick it at people's house people you don't even speak to today yeah word of mouth maybe they were just friendships that went down south or maybe those people just moved to a different house either way the memory of them is here to stay and i think of things like that about every day well at least at this of day. Green bottle sipping Mickey's Jaeger on a Wednesday night. Smoked a bong bowl with my neighbor, then we took flight. And now I'm high, super high, higher than a kite. Now my beautiful dusk is turning into night. So I savor it, yeah, and I lace it, memorize it, yeah, and embrace it, and know. No feeling can replace it or fill the big space. It, it feels, and I've got time to kill. Staring at the sky and the feeling is so real. I can't quite capture it, can't seem to get enough. No, I can't. It feels like lust. It's about 17 on a summer evening. Think they call it dusk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they call it And it's a must-trust Favorite time of day Sit back in the grass Yeah, that's where I lay Cause you've gotta be outside to enjoy it With the perfect girl or the perfect boy It is pretty sacred, at least to me I look forward to this time of day It makes me feel kinda free
0: Welcome back Back to Twin Twin Talk Talk with Jose and Angel.
1: Show! That was called Dusk by Harley Annika. And the uh, beats were provided by DJ Mario, who sampled a song called Boney James. No, a song called Butter by Boney James. That was pretty dope. Yeah, it was awesome. It was from a 19-year-old girl. 19-year-old girl. Fantastic. And uh, a 16-year-old beat boy. By the way, DJ Mario is going to be at the upcoming event for the... uh, the Skate Clinic for the Skate Connection, and the guys will tell you about that later on on our show. Awesome, awesome. So who do we have next? Who's our guest now, brother? Uh, right now, what we're going to – who we have, we have a four-year undergraduate to the Mas- uh, University of Massachusetts in the study of sustainable agriculture and permaculture. She uh, pr- uh, participated in a project in Mexico for seven months under, for and under the mentorship of uh, Ronnie Cummings, the founder and president of Organic Consumers Association, uh, please welcome Talia Kazakos. Can you hear us, Talia? Yeah. Hello. Hi, Talia. This is Jose and Angel from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Thanks for being on our show. Uh, so tell us, what uh, what is World Food Day? Uh, world Food
7: Day is I guess the largest um, global protest against genetically engineered food in world history. And I actually, at this moment, am not that involved in the activism that's going on, but I'm pretty sure that there are going to be um, global demonstrations around, around the world um, protesting uh, genetic engineering.
1: Uh, Talia, can you tell our listeners, what is a GMO uh, uh, genetically? What is a GMO?
7: So uh, a GMO is an organism that has been genetically altered and manipulated to act in a way that isn't natural. And um, a lot of people think that genetically engineered foods are just foods or er, are plants that have been crossbred um, to create plants that have desirable traits, but they're actually plants that, um, have been altered on a, on a cellular level. And it's a lot different than plant breeding, and the effects are a lot um, more adverse or are more harmful. And uh, what we're dealing with in the States is that most of the crops that are genetically engineered are um, owned by a company called Monsanto, mm-hmm. and they are genetically engineered to have a pesticide gene injected into their DNA So that they can be sprayed with a pesticide that is also made by Monsanto and not die, and that pesticide is called Roundup. Let me ask: Roundup Ready crop.
1: This is this is Jose from Twin Talk. Now, um, Mm -hmm. okay, we we, I've I've heard of things like this, but but isn't there a greater good? Isn't there an ability because foods have been genetically modified now that there's less likelihood for um, for uh, uh, disease and uh, perhaps. uh, I don't know. I mean, famine or whatever. I mean, isn't there a greater good, or at least is there some? Is there anything good about GMOs?
7: Um, I mean, there is that argument that g- genetic engineering can help um, farmers have higher yields and can help, you know, when lim- like uh, environments with limited resources still be able to be productive for food, but. Um That kind of contradicts what they're actually being used for. And what is actually happening is we have um, a whole bunch of food that's being being um, manipulated so that it can be sprayed with a pesticide, not so that it can grow better or have higher yields, but so that it can withstand heavy spraying of a of a, it's, a, it's an herbicide, but um, so it's, I mean, there is that argument that genetic engineering can can you know solve world hunger, but it's it's not really being used that way, and the the effects of cellular in, or invade, invading a cell on a on a like molecular level is far more dangerous than um, than the benefits
1: Tal- are worth. Tal- I- Talia, this is uh, this is Angel. I I, I tend mm-hmm. to agree with you um uh, uh gmos that were introduced into the market kind of in the back door uh within the last uh 10 years i, I know that at least 70 percent of the corn that's grown in the u.s is genetically modified organism food mm-hmm. but uh yeah. I, and so there's a lot of implications on the health part of it but uh but then there's the other part of it also as well which you know uh, uh uh, in particular, like in corn, in this case, so much of the of the of the crops out there in the U.S. being grown genetically modified, Monsanto owns it, owns the seed. Yes. So then, not only are there health issues, but then there's, uh, you know, globalism. What's your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm.
7: Um, well, my thoughts are that the Monsanto is a huge corporation that pretty much controls. Um, global food supply in reality, and uh, they've done that through what um, we call a revolving door with uh, government, regulatory agencies, and politicians. They've um, bribed and funded politicians, and they've infiltrated uh, agencies like the USDA and the FDA to get these um, genetically engineered crops
4: approved
7: and passed and deregulated without any testing. And the little testing that has been done on the health effects of these crops has been done by these agencies and has also been covered up by these agencies. So So, my thoughts on that... Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, this is
1: Jose again. Um, I I, I just think that I'm I'm a believer in science. I believe that science Mm -hmm. uh, uh, ultimately... uh, if 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 man is able to manipulate things for the good, then it's good. I, I, I realize that. that it's no one's perfect, and not everyone is good. But do you, are are you? I mean, uh, is your movement totally against the advancement of food organisms or or, or molecular manipulation? T- Talia, t- tell us, tell the listeners what the uh, label GMO. The, the I just it, asked the question, bro. Let her answer the question. Okay. Go <laughs> ahead, go ahead.
8: Um.
7: I I'm against um, I'm against altering. Are you talking about machines. yourself or your
1: group, your organization? That I,
7: my group, my group. Um, yeah, we're against. I mean, I'm not really. I I'm speaking more for myself, but pe- people that are in support of, um, that are anti genetic engineering, are against the 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 manipulation of of plants. For profit which is what this is about because monsanto isn't trying to feed the hungry they're trying to make money and they're they're trying to force their seeds on um poor developing nations and they're trying to sue farmers and they're trying to control food so there's not and this is evident in all of their practices all over the world and so that's what i'm against i think um Genetic engineering, I could see how one could think it, it might be beneficial, it might have pros, but the, the way that Monsanto is implementing it is so blatantly not for the good of humanity or, well, or the, for the world, it, it's to make money.
1: This is Jose again. I just want to differentiate, mm-hmm. dif- differentiate the questions. Because Angel mm-hmm. has one side of the questions and I have another, uh, but this just to me sounds—and I don't mean this offensively—but it sounds like anti-corporation to me. Is that you know? It just sounds that way to me.
7: Um, I mean, I would say that I'm against. Well, Monsanto has—I don't—I don't know if you're familiar with the history, but Monsanto has I am, I bought am. up. Okay, so yeah, so they've bought up all these seed companies and they're they're making it really really difficult for farmers to grow organic crops and to not even organic crops but just conventional crops if you're if you're trying to grow soybeans in the US there is only one type of variety that is that is not genetically engineered that's commercially available so that um that variety is quickly becoming contaminated by this genetically engineered soy and then those farmers that have fields that are trying to grow conventional soy that gets contaminated are then being sued by Monsanto for uh patent infringements. So uh, I mean in that in that way I guess yeah, it is um anti corporation.
1: And uh I I'm glad you brought that up, Dahlia. Uh, that's not just happening in the U.S. It's happening around the world. Like you said, uh, Monsanto has bought off other uh, seed companies, uh, and in particular, India. Uh, and I'd like to uh, uh, go back to the, the what you had mentioned as far as uh, the argument uh, whether or not it's going to make it better to have GMOs. Uh, Vindava, Vin, Vindana Shiva, which is a renowned agriculturalist out of India, who has been impacted really, really bad, uh, uh, she's also a, a sustainable agriculturalist and permaculturalist, has, has, has done studies and proven the, the opposite. Uh, it's just propaganda that, uh, that Monsanto is saying that. But uh, let's talk about what, what uh, people can do uh, uh, that, uh, that are interested. You know, Tell our listeners about the uh, California ballot initiative on label GMO. What, what's the significance on that?
7: So the significance is it's um, it's a citizens' initiative for the November ballot um, this coming year, 2012, that will um, it's for mandatory labeling of genetically engineered ingredients in foods. And what the what the like hope is um, or the intention is, um, it will it will result in what we've seen happen in Europe, which is that genetically engineered foods are not illegal, they're not banned, but they're hardly ever grown because um, it's mandatory for them to be labeled. And the citizens in Europe are so um, against genetically engineered ingredients that there's just no market for them. So even though these companies are pushing Monsanto and agro they are pushing these these crops on um european farmers they're not going to grow them because there's no one that's going to want to buy them
1: it sounds like it sounds like you're it sounds like you're trying to put monsanto out of business this is jose by the way
7: i mean i'm i'm a little i'm not really trying
1: I mean, you know, I mean, no, you know what, bro? you know, Monsanto, didn't you just hear? I heard. Monsanto's putting everyone else out of no, business. I hear what you're saying. Without any regard to the health of, of, of the people. Uh, and, and that's really the most important issue here is that Monsanto not only historically, but is doing it now in the new generation via uh, genetically modified organisms. So uh, th- I would I would implore people that really are starting to uh, that care uh, or are concerned to uh, uh, take a look at this state, uh, California state ballot initiative, and participate this coming uh, uh, Saturday, October fifteenth, around the U.S. or world. I, uh, I thought it was Sunday. Uh, it's actually 16th. Sunday.
7: Sixteenth, yeah, it's the sixteenth. The
1: sixteenth. I'm going to be over at the federal building in West LA myself, participating on. Can that. I say something? I'm not going to be there. Let me tell you, this is. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm. I'm. I've never done any kind of uh, activism. I'm actually <laughs> crossing the line from pacifist to activism on this uh, particular issue because it's not something that's really uh, for any political party or any kind of anything like that it it has to deal with mother nature uh anyways uh talia thank you for calling in or um calling into our show talia this is talia this is jose thank you very much for your insight we really appreciate it uh, is there anywhere that people can reach you to get uh, you or uh, any websites that you suggest people go to for more information?
7: Um, yeah, I really recommend people because this issue is so, so broad and complex that it's really hard to, you know, kind of sum it up in, in even an hour. So I, I recommend everyone visit the Organic Consumers Association and just type in words like Monsanto or genetic engineering and just just read up on it a little bit because the information is pretty alarming and there's a lot of research and and information out there to to get you better acquainted with the current situation and it's very important i think and everyone should be concerned with what they're eating cuz
1: yeah you know what deal. Thank you, Talia. Thank you so much for playing ball with us. Thanks for your insight. We do do appreciate it very much, and uh, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so
7: much.
1: Have a great night. Bye-bye. So you know what, bro? Um, This past week or two, I've been working on a project in the backyard. Uh, I've been building a shed. And as you know, in order to build the shed, you have to have a good foundation. So I laid out, I, I cleared out the sod, and I poured down some gravel and some sand. And, and you I, didn't have enough block, I remember. Yeah, we had to but go I, back to the store. I got some <laughs> some pavers and, and leveled it out and put pavers down. But, you know, I didn't want the grass and the weeds to grow through, so I went out and bought some Monsanto brand Roundup and sprayed it to so kill the exactly weeds. So that's exactly what you need. <laughs> and that's worked. what they're using on the crop. It worked. See, the way it works is that they're they're using a— uh, they're, they're invading the cell of the of the uh, of the plant, and and you know uh, cells have defense mechanisms. They're not just going to let anybody invade. I understand. But that. what's a good way to invade it is is through uh, their enzyme. They go they they alter an enzyme. I know how it works. they uh, they they use uh, uh, bacteria because bacteria uh, is the way to invade it. So they inject it in there and introduce whatever other genetic uh, organism. Uh, uh, using that bacteria so now not only do you have a mutated uh piece of cell but it's also infected with some kind of well, something so we don't know what's you know what's, what's i hear you i hear you but, I sh- but it's really important that that we consider also not only that but it's the, it's world domination i hear you i don't think it's world domination but i also think i also think here for, for it, you who who's all about the free enterprise i and do capitalistic i, am. I am that's for everybody it's for everybody and and i'll tell you if if the, it's a small guys like you and I that that are, that won't be able to, uh, uh, we won't be able to depend on ourselves or or to buy com- uh, locally, no, and, can, and that's nor, what nor we will, need. nor will we be able to defend ourselves because they're disarming us. They're infringing on our Second Amendment rights. There you rights. go. It's the same thing, and it's it's a bigger picture than some politician. It it's, it it spans across uh, administration. Anyway, and administration. Uh, you know what? In the in the uh, spirit of trying to inform our listeners. And a lot of crazy stuff, whether I agree with it or not, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And what's going on next, brother? So we got, coming up next, we have the uh, Skate Connection. It's a very cool movement by some cool kids out of the Heights in uh, Southern California, young guys. Uh, the Skate Connection is an equality through skating movement. Check out this uh, promo.
11: To me, it means like a brotherhood, family. It gives purpose to what me and my friends have
5: done for years, which is just skateboarding and having fun.
11: I see us create our own atmosphere when we go to a a skate spot or a skate skate park. And we hang out a lot,
3: and we're all family. Hang out with friends, go skate park to skate park. It's it's newfound friends. It's a big part of my life now. Um, The good vibes are super cool. Us progressing together as a, as a team. I've never really been on a part of a team, so it's, it just makes me feel like a part of something really great.
11: Just how we could do that trick. It means a lot to everyone involved in it. I just get to do this for the rest of my life, which is awesome. It's always good times and positive vibes.
3: It's really cool. I want to make friends and help disability kids. If I'm stuck in the woods looking for porridge, I go to the Skate Connection Cottage. Just, it's awesome.
1: Okay, so I got one thing to say. What do you mean, stuck in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> Angel, uh, introduce our guest. Well, turn on my mic. Am I on? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. the Skate Connection founder, uh, uh, Adam Grijalva, uh, and members Jeremy Reyes and Brandy Charlton. Please, Adam, please, you guys, introduce yourselves with your name. That way everybody knows who you are. Shout The Skate Connection. Hold on, okay, hold on. Hold on. Oh, what happened to your mic? Try that again. On? There you go.
11: Oh, All right, sweet, dude. Um, All right, uh, what's up, guys? Uh, my name's Adam uh, Grijalva. Um, I'm the president, founder of uh, Skate Connection.
3: And uh, I'm Jeremy Jeremy Reyes. I'm the team manager.
8: And, and <coughs> my is Brandon Charlton.
1: Let's scoot that mic over there.
8: All right. My name's Brandon Charlton.
1: And you are you a member of the Skate Connection as well?
8: Y- yes, I am, sir.
1: Awesome, fantastic! Thank you very much, all of you, for being here, Brandon, uh, n- n- all you guys, <laughs> <laughs> and Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> so, oh, so dude. Brandon, tell uh, expound a little bit more on uh, what is the skate connection.
8: It's about friendship and get along with friends and stuff like
1: that. Uh-huh. How you feel with other, other people and you know. Uh-huh. Adam, you started this. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, you're you're only what 19, 20 years old. Uh, I'm 19. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I want to precede this. I want people to get an idea of the fact that we have a young guy who it uh, was who's, who's who gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Adam, dude. So tell us, explain <laughs> specifically what people uh, what the skate connection is, so that people will know. Because yeah, th- I know you could do a better job describing it than my brother did. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
11: well, um, I mean, uh, it is you know it is an equality movement uh, of of a sort. Um, but and um, I guess. A little mission statement is uh, pretty much it's uh, you know we're d- we're dedicated and to promoting inclusion for people with disabilities through skateboarding. Um, well, we really want to uh, start integrated skateboard teams across the U.S. and promote our our progression as a, an integrated skateboard team and show uh, show people that people with disabilities can um, can shred the gnar as good as anybody <laughs> else. So.
1: What What made you get started on this?
11: Um, I mean, I I started skateboarding like in you know, middle school, and then uh, you know, um, you know, that was like my, that was all my big thing. I wanted to become a pro skater and everything. But uh, after that, uh, you know, I you know I matured and stuff, and I went I, my sophomore <laughs> year. Like, nineteen, um, I'm mature. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, uh, let me I tell you something. To, yeah. When I was
1: nineteen, I thought I knew everything too. <laughs> <laughs> well,
11: I, I really do know everything. So that's all. I mean, but um, no, I mean, and then sophomore year, you know, um, you know, I. I, you know, my my family always like try to teach me how to be like a little di- diverse and everything. Uh, so, um, you know, instead of being like just a little skate rat at school, I, I joined a club called Best Buddies, and um, you know, I, I I there I hung out with a lot of people with disabilities, and I thought I was gonna be, like, a mentor to them, but it turned out, like, me me and them just being, like, really good bros, and Uh it was pretty sick, dude. Like, you know, uh, they're, like, the angels, and they just, like, spoke to me, and it was awesome, dude. You know what?
1: Dory just chimed in on Facebook. She said she used to have a bumper sticker in her car that said, skating is not a crime. Hmm. (laughs) Well, now it's (laughs) a – community. a (laughs) Now it's it's been used as a community outreach. Now, what made you go and reach out to kids? Because I knew you – I know that you have – um, that you reach out to kids with uh, that that are like autistic kids and and special needs kids, what made you reach out to that? Um, toward them?
11: I mean, I don't know, man. Like they you know, like, they make me feel special, so I mean, and I I, I just try to surround myself with them in high school because it felt like you know they're the, they're true friends. And then I started skateboarding, and it, one thing led to another, and just just combined the both and. Up with the skate so and Jeremy,
1: what's up? Is is uh uh how did you join the team? Is Adam just biting your moves? Or <laughs> yeah, he does that a lot. <laughs> he does that a lot? <laughs> no, whatever Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and what are you doing? What what's your role on the on this, Jeremy?
3: Um well I'm team manager, so I just like you know, manage the team. I guess it's <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. He's he the cabin story guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just he just came to me one day and just, like, dropped the idea on me. And, like, skateboarding was always my thing. And instantly when he told me it, I was just like, yeah, no, uh-huh. I want to do it.
1: Okay, let's I, talk about the cabin m- thing you mentioned on that audio. <laughs> <laughs> do you spend a lot of time in the woods uh, <laughs> <laughs> smoking that organic whatever? And and then all of a sudden you trip into a cabin and hang with the Skate Connection? Yeah,
3: no, I just <laughs> figured, like, if you're lost somewhere, the last place you'd want to be lost is in the woods. So
1: Yeah. And the and the first place you want to find is the skate connection. Yeah, <laughs> right cottage on. somewhere. So let's talk about what are the activities. Obviously they're skating, but what is the so-called curriculum? What do you guys, you know, what kind of activities go on?
11: Uh, go for Brandon. Okay, Brandon.
1: <laughs> now let me. Can I say this? Now, Brandon, you are one of the kids that they reached out to, right? And 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 are you on the spectrum, as they say, call they call it? No, no, I just a kid.
11: Yeah, he's yeah. uh, me and it. Uh, person with disability. And oh, okay, and that's
1: cool. And so there you go. And and they and you're part of this. What? Tell us about the activities that go on in there. You that you're benefiting from. Like it's, it's fun.
8: It's um it's fun and everything. It's cool. To hang out with friends and all that stuff.
1: So and you just hang out. Do you skate? Do you, yeah. you learn new tricks? Yeah. New what 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 have you learned since you started hanging out and uh, participating in the Skate Connection? Um,
8: particularly the audience and all that stuff. How to ollie. Yeah.
1: For those listeners who don't know what an ollie is, you're like either dead. <laughs> <laughs> an ollies when you what? What is called, What 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 is it? When you ollie on a skateboard, uh, what is that?
8: It's like a trick, like, like it's like a nail trick,
1: and you t- kick the board and you you kind of hop, right? Yeah, and like land it. Yeah, so like that. Yeah, but it's not an ollie until, unless you land it. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you just kind of jump. Yeah, yeah that's, true. that's You got to stick it. That's the part yeah. of the video where you laugh at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love
11: Brandon, Brandon, really got a sick ollie going on, so it's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a
1: story. Tell us a story, uh, uh, um, Adam. Um, as we we want to know. I mean, uh, an anecdotal story. Uh, you know, anecdotal. Uh, you know, you know what i to say? An anecdote. Tell us about Anec- Brandon Star. How, how he came to you. <laughs> right, where he was in his life at the time right. and so on and so forth.
11: Well, I mean, uh, I, me and me and Brandon became friends through best buddies at the high school. And then uh, you know, you you always talked to me about skateboarding and I always thought you know, I was like, i always knew he was a like a, you know, a dude that was down for skateboarding. Mm-hmm. And then uh like me and him always went to the mall, we'd, you know, hang out and you know, with with all with all the bros and then um the I bros, mean, huh? Yeah, the bros, dude. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs>
1: uh,
11: I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. It just, you know, everything just happened and together. And then he started skateboarding with us, and he became a skate crew. So.
1: And 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 then he started skating. He started learning. And and what did that do? In your in your um, in your eyes, what did it do for Brandon?
11: Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Brandon's, you uh, know, he's he's a confident dude. Uh yeah, I mean, cool. he definitely. Uh, I see him. Uh, you know, he's he's stoked on. Uh, I mean, skateboarding. We're stoked on. Nice. Uh, all, everybody else, uh, each other. So I mean, it's pretty sick.
1: Let me. Uh, you know, a, a lot of things that you're hearing. What you hear a lot lately now is you're you're hearing a lot about school bullying, um, uh, harassing of other kids, and what it does to those kids. Um, uh, can you expound? Can you? Is there anything you want to talk about that? Uh,
11: I mean, on. I mean, I, I work for a school district. Uh, Rolling Unified School District, uh, Rolling Heights. Yeah, Rolling Heights. 66.
1: Call 626-275 six th- six <laughs> Twin. 626-275 six two six two Twin. And go say ahead. hi to these these <laughs> cool kids from the skate. Connection. So go ahead. Tell us about what wh- expound on what you know about <coughs> school bullying and and how this kind of helps. Yeah. um –
11: you know, I mean, you know, I mean, working at a school, I mean, I mean, I actually see like you know bullying pretty much every day on the on daily basis. But I mean, this, I'm, I, I, hopefully, you know, the skate connection, you know, it, it's, you know, it's getting these guys that you know don't want like a little pretty club to to join. You know, they want something, you know, you know, pretty, pretty sick stuff. And you know, skate connection is skateboarding. It's raw skateboarding. You know, like we we get stoked on everybody's tricks. And um, I I really hope like we. We influence like you know all the skaters influence you know the kids in, in schools, and they see our videos and they all like, "Oh you know, do look at that you know, and you know hopefully it just redirects a lot of people that see people that are a little different you know uh and, you know in a positive way you know
1: in one of your videos, you say that uh this is the uh the natural progression of skating yeah dude it's uh
11: <laughs> i mean yeah no man what what I mean by that is um. You know, like you see you see what's happening in skateboarding now. It's like you know, like the Street League now and uh, you know, they have they have like all these organizations in skateboarding, they raise money and stuff. But I mean you know, that that's 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 you know, it's stepping it up. But uh, I mean, you know, uh the skate connections, you know, we're, we're we're trying to dig into something really profound and, you know, helping people, you know, and like huh. this is this is not just skateboarding, this is uh, you know, two worlds coming together, you know. Um huh. You know, I mean, helping okay, everybody and else. You
1: and know. what are those worlds? Spill it
11: out. I mean, there's there's parents out there that you know feel helpless. Uh, they don't even know where to put their kid if they have a disability. You know, they they have like you know a learning disability, a developmental disability. They don't know like oh, should I put them in baseball? Should I put them in this? Should I put them in that? You know, but skate. I mean, everybody thinks skateboarding like oh, that's you know it's crazy because you know you get you get you know your head busted open sometimes. You know right. stuff like that. But I mean, that's just not that's you know getting hurt is not what skateboarding's about. Skateboarding, you know, I mean, it's about hanging out and making yeah, friends I and mean, sort of
1: encouraging one another.
11: Yeah, I mean, like you know, baseball, football, you know, there's a winner, loser, people get pissed. Uh, skateboarding, <laughs> I mean, you know, like that's I don't know, you know, like, you like, just laugh at the guy that's who a, fell last time. That's yeah. a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very. you see him? He fell down. Hey? <laughs> that's a very
1: good point because uh, when, it comes, <laughs> when it comes when it comes to organized sports, there is a winner and a loser. Yeah. And when it comes to skating, unless you're competing, but when, when you're just hanging out with the like you say the bros. Yeah. And you're te- you're yeah, learning dude. each other's tricks, or whatever. A 900 full full black frontal moron or manual, <laughs> excuse me, moron. <laughs> I don't know manual. <laughs> uh, Jeremy's got that trick. Pretty <laughs> pretty <much>. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeremy, I mean, once you started, uh, uh, this is Adam's brainchild. But when you started participating in this, um, you know, tell us. Do you have any anecdotal anything that you experienced that you said, "Wow, this is this is the shit"?
3: Yeah. Well. I never even, like, really thought about it. Like, I was thinking about, like, joining Best Buddies and stuff, but I never, like, did it. And now, I Best Buddies really
1: is, again, let's explain it real quick. <coughs> in a real in a nutshell, what is Best Buddies? That was something in <laughs> school. I
3: right? mean, it's, uh
11: you know, they form. uh <laughs> It's like a big brother thing. Yeah, they form one-on-one relationships with, uh you know,
3: students that from general ed to special ed. So.
1: Got you. And you were saying, as you were saying. Uh, yeah,
3: I was always thinking about joining it, but I, like, left regular high school or whatever. And like I never really thought about it till like I joined and I started like hanging out with all the kids and they are your friends they're your true friends like we go we don't only skate we go places we hang out like on a daily basis so and
1: did you and uh, so what do you come what do you come back with this what what do you what what do you get out of this. Um, Good, I love it. I <laughs> enjoy Skating, it. what yeah. else? Uh, <laughs> a few bruises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Brandon, you were featured on uh, CBS one on uh, CBS LA. Well, actually, yeah, the skate, the skate connection <laughs> was featured on CBS LA. And uh, I saw you do one of your tricks on there, oh Brandon. Yeah, pretty gnarly. That's
11: pretty <laughs> sick pivot, dude. <laughs> how was it,
1: h- how was it to be on TV there, Brandon?
8: Oh, it was pretty sick, dude. <laughs> you guys
1: run with my friend Stacy Butler. I know her. She's oh cool, wow. peeps. Yeah, dude. She's <laughs> sure. pretty cool. And yeah. she's a hottie. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's in agreement. Look at that. <laughs> so you know what? Um, Skaters have always, I mean, they started out on the fringe. I mean, skating was sort of like uh, it came out of a bunch of guys who were breaking into backyard pools, and you know they were getting, you know, it was a crime, so to speak, back in the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, it, and then it, it turned into sort of like a big industry, sort of like the hip hop industry and what have you. And what you're doing is you're just taking another step. Well, it's just another natural progression in skateboarding. Yeah. Next step. Yeah, Hi. there you <laughs> go. It fits right in you know and uh, i mean you did what do you what do you want what do you what do you uh what's your vision about the uh of the the skate connection what what um, do you achieve
11: i mean we we all we all want you know to see uh more more skate teams uh doing what our team does and um you know just promoting the message of equality and inclusion you know cuz you mean and, and you mean in uh competitive skating I mean, competitive skating, any skating, Street you know, skating. I, w- I, I, you know what, I want to reach out to the, you know, special Olympics, get, get skateboarding in there, you know, that'd be pretty sick, you, yeah, know. Fantastic. Like that, you know, Yeah, you know, like, no, I want to do that, but, you know, um, you know, we, we all, like, the whole skate tension team, like, uh, I can, sp- like, speak on behalf of, like, we have all felt, you know, unincluded sometimes in our life, uh-huh. you know? uh uh-huh and uh you know and i'm sure you guys too i mean
1: don't feel unincluded you're <laughs> part of our t- yeah, twiniverse. Okay, you're part of the tri- twin empire right. now but i mean <laughs> but like I, back, I, in, back I, in the day you know I what i'm saying sh- yeah, yeah no you kind of f- don't know, that know
11: where hurt, to fit you in know, that, that, hurt, you know, that hurts like you know a person in a you know really deep place you sure. know so i mean i hope i hope uh we just continue spreading the message and get more skate teams to join our network and uh you know i um, we're we're we're, in, we're holding uh skate clinics for for kids like one like every like every month hopefully and you got one coming up this Saturday right Yeah, this Saturday at uh Caroline Roses Park in Rolling Heights.
1: And how could they get more information from that?
11: Um okay, well, you can go on our Facebook which is uh facebook.com/skate skate connection. connection The skate The skate, skate, skate connection. connection, yeah, and then uh check out all our stuff there. Um I maybe mean, got we got I mean we have a website we're doing some renovations to it. Um, but it'll be up in like you know a week. But um, you know for for now you can check out our Facebook. You can check out our YouTube channel, the, the Skate Connection uh, TV. And you can see all our um you know all our documentation of our progression. So right, on, you were right talking
1: on. about. Uh, first of all, it's fantastic uh, to our listeners. Please go to their Facebook page, the Skate Connection. And uh, check out because they're going to be posting uh, clinics for people if you're in the area and and in, in Roland Heights they're going to have their first one and they got a really uh, cool series of videos on there as well on their YouTube. Channel. Well, there's links to their YouTube channel on, on their Facebook as well. So, friend them there on Facebook so you can know what's so you could be in the know as far as yeah, the, the skate connection. Yeah. Now you you were talking about the fact that you know uh, it's hard you know. Um, especially a lot of youngsters to it, it's a very crucial time in their lives learning where they fit in and it's interesting because i've always thought like the skater dudes they're they're one of the groups <laughs> of kids that are the cool guys cuz you know it's such a cool culture and uh yeah. the cool clothes the shoes you know the tricks the chicks <laughs> yeah, the dude. chicks and of chicks, all the dude. chicks <laughs> but you know um <laughs> what a great thing it is for 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 a group of kids who might feel disenfranchised to to say hey, I have a group of skater dudes that are accepting me. Yeah, right. Dude, do, do you hear that? Pretty stoked. Do you hear that from them?
11: Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I there's you know, those kids that come up to us, you know, like at a park and like, oh, like you guys are, you know, skate connection. And you're like, yeah, dude, and then, you know, I think the most the most cool thing is uh People, you know, in high school, like in Rolling High School, they're starting. To, you know, they they know they know Brandon, they know Danny, they know Mohammed, You know, they became like you know celebrities in Rolling uh-huh. Heights. You know, uh-huh. and I mean, they're yeah. so stoked. <laughs> I'm stoked on that. That's it's so sick, dude. You know, like, awesome.
1: Well, you know what? Um, uh, we have Dory, who's on Facebook, posting. She says, I'm loving this. My son was a huge skater and also gave time as a counselor for disabled children Sick. and yeah. adults. Yeah. What a trip. So I guess it must be a skater thing to want to reach out.
11: man. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know skateboarders, they, we all have the same heart. You know, like we, we all love the same thing. You know, it's like, you know we, this, the Skate Connection is one way to express it. So I, I really hope uh, there's more skateboarders uh, trying to do this. So.
1: That's fantastic. Fantastic. Remind the our listeners what's going on this uh, this the, your next event.
11: Um we are having a free skateboard clinic. Uh, we have skateboard instructors, uh you know, it's, uh we have a DJ Mario, uh, you know, <laughs> there, you know, throwing down some tracks. Uh you know, like what it is is uh we're just providing the opportunity for uh you know, skateboarders and non-skateboarders alike, and people with disabilities and without disabilities, just to be together and and you know, y- you know, just you know, celebrate you know, inclusion, just all being you know, the the, the true camaraderie. You know,
1: does it cost anything? Oh, uh, dude,
11: it's free, dude. It's, yeah, it's Skateboarding, free, skateboarding, sure, skateboarding doesn't cost anything. You, just, you, <laughs> no, just you mean, plank with two wheels, dude, or <laughs> you, wheels just, you, got, you just you
1: have know. to be able to jump the fence sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> man. Just a few exceptions. It's all good. Oh, man. Right on so uh, check them out on our Facebook or look them up on Facebook the skate Connection, and you can check out all their links there for their Twitter and their uh their YouTube channel. they got cool videos on there and uh, they got a really cool commercial i 'm looking for it right now i 'm going to post it on our Facebook who did that
11: uh our our uh, that was you guys in the commercial yeah, but yeah. the
1: the the video production of it
11: the dude behind the video magic is uh our our you know our best friend uh Dylan Kincaid. And he, uh, you know, he edits amazingly. Dylan, and he He knows he has a vision, and he does
1: it. He did a firme job, Holmes. Firme, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, okay. You know what, guys? Thanks for bringing t- uh, such coolness to our to our garage. Do, do you guys want us to give a shout out or hello to anybody out there? Go for it, Jeremy.
3: Um, just for everyone that's listening to and my family, my mom, my dad, everyone my dog <laughs> mom
1: dad sorry for ruining the s- <laughs> the, the swimming pool <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what a, uh, what about you Brandon you want to say hello to anybody
8: this is my family and friends of course and yeah
1: awesome Brandon thanks for being here how about you
11: Adam? uh a shout out to my uh my family uh and my cousin David he just had a a baby
1: oh congratulations
11: you know, a, a beautiful boy little skater yeah he's a, uh yeah. i think 12 pounds. he's a big baby sure. so yeah. Yeah, dude. I yeah, for a minute there, baby. I thought you said 12 pack. I'm like <laughs> looking at my watch. <laughs> it's all cabeza, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
11: yeah, and then, I mean, just a shout out to all skateboarders. You know, we, we, we want to reach out to, uh, you know, people, you know, with disabilities,
1: without disabilities,
11: you know, we, we, we all want to be a part of something big, and, you know, this is everybody's opportunity, so.
1: Thanks again, ladies and gentlemen. The The Skate skate Connection. connection. Thanks, us. Okay, we'll be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge. Hug a twin today.
0: Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back. And Listen.
1: Don't get caught in the hype, in the talk, flow, or spit, into thinking it's legit. Don't get lured by the latest and greatest, the idol or sleaze. It pacifies the masses to do as they please. Don't engage in who's right or who's not. It distorts reality and is part of the plot. But who am I to say you may think it's the same game I play? So take... Don't take my word for it and consider this. Disengage from money, fear, or political sphere. Align with Mother Nature and align your actions towards them. It's only through nature that is true, loyal, and abundant, and it's only through nature that we will persevere. Chill. One love. Hey, that's another edition of the chill lounge. Chill. Little Dr. Seuss action. You were rhyming on that one. Hey, you messed up my chill lounge every time you do that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Charlie,
8: it, man. It was
1: good, man. I just get into the music, man. Well, but you're the little it. Dr. Seuss. Can you do the Kenneth Hatnick sound? No soundtrack? karaoke on that one, bro. Or Sam, I am. I am Sam. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to twin talk with jose and angel and remember to listen and subscribe to our podcast on itunes because we are itwins just search for twin talk with jose and angel or at our website www.twintalkcast.com you gave four w's on that one anyways <laughs> it's twintalkcast.com go to itunes and search twin talk with jose and angel we have a lot of great shows in the past and you know what Tell a friend, man. Uh, Yeah, and what do we got going on next week? Next week we have from Tara's Take, the blog, Tara's Take. I expect you guys to look it up, Tara's Take. Tara Wallace, she is a uh, uh, a journalist and friend of ours and happened to be the very first guest on our show, uh, on our very first show, but she has a great blog and she's going to be talking about it. Awesome, good guest. And thank you to our our guest, Dalia Kazakos. The Skate Connection, Lisa Daftari and Brenda Jeffreyon, and Jackie Casas. Goodbye, everyone.